and Surah Al-Fatiha, Hazrat Khalifatul Masih V, may Allah be his help, has stated, Recently I was on tour visiting some of the Jamaats in the USA. As you all know, through MTA and the news published through the electronic media platforms of the Jamaat, by the grace of God Almighty, it was a very successful tour. Moreover, many secular channels also give coverage of the tour. We have witnessed the blessings of Allah the Almighty in every aspect. This tour had a virtuous impact on both the members of the Jamaat as well as the non-Ahmadis. One Khadim told his friend that he had developed some reservations about the Jamaat and Khilafat. But now, after this tour, they have been completely removed. There are many positive sentiments like this. Moreover, there are countless passionate sentiments of the women children and men which they expressed after the mulaqat that is private audience. You will also have read them in the reports which were published. In Zion, Dallas and in Betul Rahman in Maryland there was a large attendance of women, children and men for the prayers. The manner in which they would express their emotions upon seeing me as I would go past them clearly showed that their hearts are filled with love and a deep bond with Khilafat. They have a sincere and loyal relationship with Khilafat. Well-educated people, affluent individuals, 
as well as those who lead busy lives in the worldly sense, would queue up for hours in order to get a space in the mosque for prayers. It wasn't the case that only those who had free time came. This transformation within them and the attitude proves that by the grace of Allah the Almighty, the love for religion and the Jamaat is present in their hearts. Their hearts are connected to Khilafat. Eleven or twelve-year-old children would queue up for five or six hours as the security checking and COVID testing were time-consuming. However, not a single individual complained about this. As a matter of fact, an individual in Zion observed this and said that neither the guests nor members of the Jamaat complained. He said, I observed how smoothly everything was managed. There was a formal checking in place. It was time-consuming. However, no one complained. The members of the Jamaat showed an example of complete obedience to the organizers and of utmost sincerity. The parents of an 11 or 12-year-old child said to me, Since you have arrived, our son has been queuing up for five or six hours in order to enter the mosque and is not concerned with anything else. Although he has previously never attended prayers with such concern. Nevertheless, I have observed a sense of joy and attachment in all the children, boys and girls. This is a favour of Allah the Almighty on the Jamaat. At every place, the attendance for prayers was far greater than the expectations of the organisers. May Allah the Almighty make this attachment of theirs to the mosque and their concern for worship an everlasting one and may the mosque remain populated forever. May the sincerity and devotion which the members of the Jamaat demonstrated remain ever established in them. People think that in a country like America, people tend to forget religion. However, I have observed that most of the members were focused and concerned in this regard. Even those that are weak in making financial sacrifices made special requests for prayers for themselves and for their offspring to remain attached to their faith and Khilafat. May Allah the Almighty continue to increase the sincerity and devotion of the members of the Jamaat in USA. Similarly, the Lajna, Khuddam, Ansar and even children carried out their duties over this period with great diligence. Women and men have stayed up several nights and made preparations. As I said, by the grace of Allah the Almighty, the attendance everywhere was quite high, in the thousands. In Baitul Rahman, the attendance was even greater than the attendance at the Jalsa. 
Nevertheless, they managed their affairs in a very organized manner. May Allah the Almighty continue to increase the standard of sincerity and loyalty expressed by the members of the USA Jamaat. May this not just be a temporary change in their condition, but one that forever remains in them. At present, I will mention some of the impressions of the non-Ahmadis. Allah the Almighty has caused the hearts of the non-Ahmadis to be impacted in an extraordinary manner. May Allah the Almighty open their hearts even further and may they become those who recognize the truth. Nevertheless, I will present some impressions. A mosque was built in Zion, the Fatihazim Mosque. I will mention some details in relation to the function that was held there. 161 non-Muslims and non-Ahmadi guests attended the event, including congressmen, congresswomen, mayors, doctors, professors, teachers, lawyers, engineers, representatives of the security department, as well as people of all walks of life. The mayor of the city of Zion, Honorable Billy McKinney, said the following in his remarks. It is an absolute honor and privilege for me to welcome His Holiness, the world leader of the Ahmadi Muslim community, to the city of Zion for the inauguration of the Fatihadi Mosque. Following this, he said, Here in Zion, our motto is historic past and dynamic future. This beautiful mosque in the heart of our city exemplifies that motto. He further said, It is my wish and my prayer that this house of worship will serve as a bridge between our past and our future. Knowing that this mosque is here, filled with worshippers from such an outstanding faith community, it fills me with hope for the future of the city of Zion. When I look at the message that the Ahmadiyya Muslim community has brought to our city, I am deeply gratified. This is what non-Ahmadis expect from us as well. Following this, he said, This is a community that reveres the Prophet of Islam, Muhammad, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, who made a covenant with Christians. He further said, It is with deep gratitude to the outstanding services rendered by the Ahmadiyya Muslim community to the city of Zion and your commitment to furthering the development of the city and improving the well-being of its people that we present the key to the city of Zion to His Holiness. Following this, he presented the key to the city. The mayor of the city of Zion gave his impressions. He says, I have been living here since 1962. This event is historic for both the city of Zion and for the Ahmadi Muslim community. He also told me 
in a very emotional manner. Today you have left me speechless. And that it felt wonderful for me to be present there. Expressing her sentiments, member of the Illinois General Assembly, Honorable Joyce Mason said, It is an honor to be part of this historic event. The inauguration of the Fatihadi Mosque here in Zion, a place of great historical significance for the Ahmadiyya Muslim community. This is truly a special day for the city. Zion was a place founded at the beginning of the last century by Alexander Dawi, who wanted it to be a theocratic city, closed to all, except who followed him. Today, the city of Zion is home to people of all faiths. This mosque is the sign of a victory of the prayers of the faithful over the prejudice of bigots. I congratulate the Ahmadiyya Muslim community on this tremendous achievement. Now even others have become well acquainted with this prayer jewel. She then says, His Holiness is a leading Muslim figure for promoting peace. She then said, He has spoken to lawmakers and other leaders around the world, emphasizing peaceful coexistence. She went on to say, The city of Zion is fortunate that such a peace-loving and service-orientated community has decided to settle down here and build such a beautiful mosque. It is my fervent wish that this mosque become a beacon of hope not just for the city, but for all around. I am introducing a house resolution congratulating the community on the inauguration of the new mosque. Dr. Katrina Lantos, President of the Lantos Foundation for Human Rights and Justice, says, I find that every time I am with the members of the Ahmadi Muslim community, my spirits are lifted to a higher plane. She says, When I heard the story of the prayer jewel that took place here in Zion, one of the things that I found so fascinating about this history was that in a time long before everybody had their handheld devices and their cell phones and their computers, this prayer jewel went viral. One vision, that of Dr. John Dowie, was in simple terms based on hate and based on division and based on bigotry and prejudice. The other vision, that of the founder of the Ahmadiyya Muslim community, Mirza Ghulam Ahmed, peace be upon him, was one of respect and tolerance and a kind of security that came from someone who was willing to leave the ultimate outcome to God, to Allah. And of course we know who prevailed in this extraordinary prayer jewel. And indeed this beautiful mosque, which is now being inaugurated, is in fact called the Fatihadi Mosque, which means a great victory because the victory in that prayer jewel went to the Ahmadis, to the founder and leader of the Ahmadi Muslim community. But really, I think we have to say that the victory went not only to the Ahmadi Muslim community, but to humanity as well. This is because it was a victory for respect, for love and for tolerance that we now see embodied in this marvellous community. 
She then says, now we are sitting here tonight in a beautiful setting, in a peaceful place, but I don't think we can let this evening go by without remembering an Ahmadi community in Pakistan that daily faces unimaginable persecution and hatred and violence on account of their faith, who find themselves alone in the face of the current government. The former commissioner of Zion, Amos Monk, expressed his sentiments. He says, In my opinion, your teachings encompass everything, and I feel that it should be something that the world at large should be more aware of. I think this is the best kept secret in the world at this point in time. I'm looking at this brochure that was on all the tables which sends the message of equity, justice, sincerity and love. That is what's needed throughout the universe. No hatred and we could be a dynamic world. I think this message should be heard by the world and that is the only way we can cure the ills of the world. Professor Craig Cronstadine, who has written a book on the life of the Holy Prophet, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, and is a devout Christian, says, I was emotional to see the Caliph meet me like an old friend. I greatly enjoyed His Holiness's speech. It increased my knowledge of Islam. When I receive the transcript of this speech, I will be sure to use it in my next book. He continues, His Holiness spoke beautifully and in simple terms that could be understood by all types of people with ease. He then says, I especially appreciate his message of drawing attention towards adopting universal human values, mutual respect, tolerance, dignity and honour. He further states, You are calling us all towards mutual love. He also listened to the Friday sermon and remained seated for the entire hour. He later said to me as well that he had never heard such a sermon before. A guest from Illinois, Melody Hall, says, I am a product development manager. I found this event to be very interesting and I enjoyed it a great deal. His Holiness's message that there is no room in society for people with prejudice was excellent. Seeing him and listening to him was unique and a good feeling. I truly enjoyed it and I really liked when His Holiness said that our only weapon is prayer. Another guest named Jeff Fender said, I am a certified public accountant and also work in real estate. This was my first experience at the mosque and I have been touched. Coming to this mosque inauguration was a precious moment in my life. Then with regards to the address, he said, I have been moved by it and I have learned a lot of new things about you. He then said, the prayer jewel was new for me and I will do further research into it. This is also how avenues for propagation are opened. 
There was also a high school teacher present named Matt Render. He says, I really liked His Holiness's speech and the way in which he presented it. Many people like me can easily understand this message. Mary Lou Hildebrand from the emergency services also attended the program. She says, I was very moved. Your message was sincere without any ceremoniousness. Your demeanor was sincere and upstanding. From this, everyone can discern your day-to-day -day lives. Dr. Jesse Rodriguez also attended this program. He is the school superintendent in the Benton area. He says, His Holiness's address revolved around unity. It was an excellent message. He said that all religions are important and we can all remain united. It was excellent. Then Zach Livingston, the principal of a local high school, says, His Holiness's words bear within them a certain type of attraction. In particular, his efforts to fulfill the rights of humanity and to serve humanity are very impactful. Your motto, love for all, hatred for none, reverberates in all nations, faiths, and especially throughout the city of Zion. There is a vital need for this message. After the pandemic, there has been an emotional and societal decline in our families and our students, and we desperately need this message in order to recover from this. There was another guest in attendance who also laid a brick during the foundation laying ceremony for the Zion Mosque. He says, Today was a beautiful day. I was able to be part of the foundation laying for this mosque a year ago and I was eager to see it completed. Your mosque is a source of hope and friendship for our community. The Zion police chief Mr. Eric says, This was a very good program. It was nice to see such love and sincerity all around. The message that it doesn't matter who you are, but what matters is how you treat others is an excellent message. Another guest, Jennifer, says, As far as the principles of your community are concerned, they are the best. When you step into Zion, the motto, love for all, hatred for none, is visible upon the old building and it echoes alongside you. This voice remains with you and this is the true spirit of the city of Zion. Another guest, Sherry Neal, who is the supervisor of the township of Zion, says, I am astonished at the organization. I am pleased that you were able to achieve your purpose. Then another guest said, I was very pleased to learn that there are guides like you among us, who represents millions and unites people together. He speaks on the subject that we are all one. 
and each religion holds significance. This is a very good and impactful message. Another guest, Miss Gloria, says, Zion has quite a detailed past. Despite living here, there were many things about this place that I did not know. Then another guest said, I enjoyed this event a great deal, and this message has truly moved me. I knew about your motto, love for all, hatred for none. But after seeing you, I have only been further convinced. Many things left an impact on me. And then he says, It was new for me to hear His Holiness say that the Holy Quran is the book which protects all faiths. This is something new that I learned which I did not know about before. Then there was an Indian professor, Shobana Shankar, who also met with me. She is a professor at the State University of New York. She has also conducted research at the Abdus Salam Research Center in Italy. And she lived in Ghana for some time as well. She expressed that I used to be in Ghana, but my work there still lives on. She brought this up in her conversation with me. The professor said that she has spoken to many other professors in Africa who have studied from the Ahmadiyya Girls School. These are excellent schools for the girls. She wishes to bring to light the community's educational services and history and wishes to write a book on Ahmadis in West Africa. The professor said that she would need the community's help in benefiting from translators in the local languages. I told her that whatever area she requires help in, we will provide it, God willing. In fact, I also advised her that aside from Ghana, she should include other countries as well. Then, there was also the inauguration of the Betul Ikram Mosque in Dallas. 140 non-Muslim guests participated in that event, which included politicians, doctors, professors, lawyers, engineers, representatives from security institutions, and guests of different professions and backgrounds. Whilst expressing his sentiments, Karl Clemensik, a member of the City Council of Allen, who also granted the key to the city, said, It is truly an honour to be part of this historic event, the inauguration of the Baitul Mosque. On behalf of the mayor and the rest of the city council of Allen, I congratulate the Ahmadi Muslim community on this tremendous achievement. The mayor came to the mosque two days prior and met me. He expressed his regret that he was going to be travelling abroad and would not be able to attend. Hence, he would be sending a representative. He was a very pleasant and friendly person. The representative of the mayor further stated, We commend the services rendered by the Ahmadiyya Muslim community, which include the distribution of food for the poor, collecting clothing for those in need, and offering help to the residents of this area on numerous occasions. He further states, The city of Allen is fortunate that such a peace-loving and service-oriented community has decided to settle down here and build such a beautiful mosque. It is my wish that this mosque becomes a beacon of hope, 
not just for the city, but for all those around it. Allen is a city directly adjacent to Dallas and has practically become part of it. At the end, on behalf of the mayor and city council, he also granted the key to the city. Professor Dr. Robert Hunt, the director of the Department of Global Theology at the Southern Methodist University Perkins School of Theology, was also present at the event. He remarked, I want to thank the Ahmadiyya community for inviting me and other representatives of the Perkins School of Theology and Southern Methodist University for this historic event. It is a great honor. He further states, His Holiness has been dedicated to the promotion of two closely related virtues, religious freedom and inter-religious dialogue. The two go hand in hand because without mutual understanding and respect between and within religions, the forces for exclusion and division grow ever stronger. I say this as one who, for more than half of my adult life, lived as a member of a religious minority in other lands. He further stated, the Ahmadiyya community, positively responding to its own history of being oppressed and marginalized, has been a leader in supporting inter-religious dialogue because only when we understand and respect one another through careful listening and open sharing can we overcome those divisions and take away the anger that leads to sectarian violence. Moving on, the Honorable Michael McCall, Congressman for the Republicans, also expressed his thoughts. He said, The three major religions go back to that house the House of Abraham, Judaism, Christianity and Islam. He then addressed me and said, His Holiness believes extensively that we can all live under the House of Abraham, peacefully, not at war with each other, and no one knows that better than the Ahmadiyya community. He further stated, His Holiness and I talked about the teachings of Jesus, the teachings of Ahmadiyya, the New Testament and the Gospels. We spoke at length, and he also had the book Jesus in India in his possession. He said, I have read half of it and am currently reading it. It is very interesting and I will have to do further research. He said that he was learning many new things about Jesus, peace be upon him, from this book. He is a well-educated man and holds interest in religion. Nonetheless, he stated, we had the opportunity to speak about the New Testament and the Gospels. I think we can learn a lot from the Ahmadis about peace and forgiveness and love because that's what I was taught as a Catholic. I am now the chairman of the Ahmadiyya caucus in the Congress. He is the chairman of the committee of individuals who speak in favour and support of the community. He further said, I especially commend you for promoting global peace and international harmony. 
condemning extremism and fanaticism, alleviating poverty and advocating for economic equality, international human rights and international religious freedom. He further stated, Many Ahmadis have been targeted and killed despite the continuance of such cruelties. The Imam of the community forbade retaliating in aggression against others, an extraordinary feat. He then said, The Imam of the community has repeatedly reminded world leaders that justice is necessary to establish true and lasting peace. He spoke out for oppressed nations. These were his sentiments that he articulated and he spoke extensively. A guest by the name of Tom Berry said, I would like to thank the Imam of the community. His message, hospitality, mutual understanding, just everything was excellent. No doubt it is a blessing that work is being done for the betterment of one another, irrespective of one's beliefs and faith. Life should be cherished and life should be loved. Everyone should be respected and everyone should be loved. This proves that the accountability of society does not fall upon one individual. Rather, everyone should work together. This was the message of the Caliph. This is such a message that should be revisited every day before going to sleep and after waking up in the morning. It is the very message that should be propagated. We should inculcate this message within our children because after we have passed, they will keep this message alive. I thank you once again. Furthermore, there was a Muslim guest by the name of Sultan Chaudhry. He said, In my opinion, the message of peace for the world given by the Imam of the community is an excellent message. I believe it is very important to remove the stigma that Muslims seek to take over. He, that is, His Holiness, has made it clear that because there is a scheme being made in an effort to destroy all Muslims, Muslims are not permitted to wage war. Mrs. Beverly McCord, a guest from the North Church Presbyterian, was in attendance. She says, Having seen the Caliph and listened to his words, I felt contentment. I have not seen anyone strive to achieve world peace like him. I felt really good. If people abandoned their selfish agendas or trying to subdue their neighbour or trying to occupy someone else's land and instead listen to this message, then peace can be established in the world. I wish we could listen to more speeches which promote the message of peace and remind the people that we must always work and strive for peace at all times. Mr. Leroy from the Collin County Police Department also attended the event. He says, this was an outstanding event and I learned a lot from it. The Ahmadi Muslim community has done something truly remarkable. A Muslim guest, Dr. Halimur Rahman, was present and stated, this was an unbelievable event. I loved the ceremony, the organization, the hospitality and the hall. He further says, <clears throat> I was not worthy of the respect I was shown by the organizers. Upon seeing all of this and the honor 
you extended to me brought tears to my eyes. I had the opportunity to spend time with the most wonderful people who were a true representation of the teachings of Islam. People sitting here in the West can make such comments, but if they go to Pakistan, the mullahs will not let them live in peace. Miss Abby Kendall says, I have seen a religious community who although differ in the way they offer their worship, but our values are the same. This was an extraordinary experience for me. It was an honour for me to be able to listen to the values presented by the Imam of the Ahmadiyya community, who is a religious leader and all communities should adopt this message. She then says, Having come here, I could feel the presence of God. And where one can feel the presence of God, irrespective of their beliefs, they experience peace and contentment. This was something felt by all attendees here, irrespective of their religion, nation and country. This is exactly what every community needs. Miss Victoria says, The highlight of the event was the speech of the Imam of the Ahmadiyya community and how he explained that despite our religious differences or differing viewpoints, we are all connected together. In my opinion, this is one thing which is missing these days from our inter-religious dialogues. It was truly pleasing to listen to someone explain with such wisdom and insight that despite our religious differences, all of humanity is interconnected and explain how we ought to live by caring for the sentiments of others. Another guest, Miss Mary McDermott, who is a neighbour of the Dallas Mosque and has a large area of land. She also gave us space for parking, said, I have never received so much delight from this soil-filled land than when I offered it for your program. She is a very honourable and respectable lady. She gave her land to use and in fact cleaned it and levelled it before giving it. Another guest, Miss Beverly McCord, says, I always enjoy listening to the international religious leaders who remind their people about the importance of peace, eschewing one's differences and calling each other towards love. I always feel elated when I listen to such a message. I personally have no fear of this community and do not understand why anyone would have any fear because this is such a loving community and one that looks out for the sentiments of others and renders service to mankind. If someone did harbour any fear of this community, then upon seeing their services for humanity and their welfare projects, this fear would dissipate instantly. Another guest by the name of Joshua said, I, along with various other senior priests, was invited to this inauguration event. I had the opportunity to converse with other people. I commend the manner in which the subject of peace unity and justice was spoken about with such wisdom. I also came to realize that there are such people who have a different culture and way of life than us, but they also promote the existence of God in our lives and instill compassion for one another. Our actions have an impact upon others and therefore to sit 
eat together and to speak to one another in this manner is very important. He further said, I told my wife that the hospitality here was excellent and everything was very well organized from the moment we arrived here. We also traveled to Fort Worth, which is around 50 to 55 miles from Dallas, where a property has been purchased by the Jamaat. The area is around 3.5 acres and it also has a large building but it does not have a mosque. Only a building was purchased there. In fact, the total area is not 3.5 acres, it is 4.75 acres and it also has a 13,000 square foot building which includes multi-purpose halls, offices and lobbies. They plan to build a dome and two minarets in order to add the features of a mosque to it. It is a very good property and the members of the Jamaat offer their prayers there. I also had the opportunity to lead the Maghrib and Isha prayers there. Another guest, Abi Kirk, who lives in Fort Worth and attended the inauguration of the mosque in Dallas said, the head of the Ahmadiyya community delivered the message of working with one another with mutual cooperation in accordance with the will of God in a truly excellent manner. The message of peace and saving the world from nuclear war was particularly significant for me. His message and whoever partakes in this war would face utter destruction was indeed a very powerful message. Another guest in attendance at the event in Dallas was a member of the First United Methodist Church. She said, this was a remarkable message. Everyone needs to listen to this clear message of the Khalifa. The Khalifa delivered his message in an excellent manner. I took great pleasure in listening to his address and I wish to listen to him speak again. Another guest was a teacher at a high school ministry. She said, There were two points mentioned by the Khalifa which particularly had an impact upon me. Firstly, he acknowledged the fact that people within our societies indeed have reservations against Islam. As a teacher, I occasionally noticed these things amongst my students. The second point which I highly commended was that the Khalifa warned against the use of nuclear weapons. It was good to hear a message full of wisdom. These were some of the comments of the people. Now I shall mention some other information and details in relation to the tour. As you would have seen on MTA as well, that there was an exhibition set up in the mosque in Zion in relation to the prayer jewel with Dawi. It also displayed the newspaper cuttings which covered the story. In Majmua Ijtiharat Volume 3, the Promised Messiah peace be upon him wrote the names of 32 newspapers and also wrote, these newspapers are only those which we have received. From the sheer number of these, it seems that this was mentioned in hundreds of other newspapers. And so the USA Jamaat conducted further research into this and found more newspapers. Apart from the 32 newspapers which the Promised Messiah peace be upon him mentioned, they found another 128 newspapers which mentioned the challenge of the prayer jewel given to Dawi. And thus the total number of newspapers which published this news in the USA in the time of the Promised Messiah peace be upon him is 160. 
All of these newspapers have been displayed in a digital format in the exhibition, which has been set up next to the Fatih Mosque. People also came and visited this as well. The news of the inauguration of the mosque in Zion was covered by media outlets from around the world. The Associated Press, which is an American news agency, published an article about my tour and the inauguration of the Fatih Mosque. The title was Two Prophets' Century-Old Prayer Jewel Inspire Zion Mosque. According to the website of this media outlet, its readership is approximately half of the world's population. This article was published in 13 countries and across 412 different media outlets and newspapers, including the Washington Post, ABC News, Toronto Star, The Hill and various other prominent newspapers. This was also ranked among the top 10 articles of the Associated Press. It was not the case that people didn't pay any attention to it, in fact it was ranked among the top 10. The article mentioned that a holy miracle happened in Zion 115 years ago. Also, millions of Ahmadi Muslims around the world believe. The Ahmadis view the small-sized city 40 miles north of Chicago on the shores of Lake Michigan as a place of special religious significance. The reverence for the community began more than a century ago with a prayer jewel and a prophecy. Zion was founded in 1900 as a Christian theocracy by John Alexander Dowie, an evangelical and early Pentecostal preacher. The Ahmadis believe their founder, Mirza Ghulam Ahmad, defended the faith from Dawi's verbal attacks against Islam and defeated him in a sensational face-off armed only with prayers. Most current residents may not have an inkling of that high-stakes holy fight of a bygone era, but for the Ahmadis it is one that has created an internal bond with the city of Zion. Thousands of Ahmadi Muslims from around the world have congregated in the city to celebrate that century-old miracle and a significant milestone in the life of Zan and their faith, the building of the city's first mosque. The article also published a lot of historical information about Dawi. It further stated, Ahmadis believe that the founder, who was born in 1835, was a promised reformer the Prophet Muhammad predicted and the metaphorical second coming of Jesus Christ. Apart from this, the visit to Zion and the inauguration of the Fatih Mosque was given a wide-scale coverage in Canada. By the grace of Allah, the tour of Zion was covered by nine major newspapers, six online publications and one radio station. The message of the Jamaat was conveyed to 871,000. Apart from the USA and Canada, the online newspapers of the UK, Greece, Sierra Leone, Taiwan, India, Hong Kong, Peru, Philippines, South Africa, Tanzania and Vietnam also gave coverage. The article published by Associated Press 
which is the American news agency that I mentioned earlier, was published in 200 newspapers in the USA and 176 online newspapers. Apart from this, MTA Africa also gave live coverage of this function. The addresses delivered in Zion and Dallas were aired live on the national TV of The Gambia, Sierra Leone and Senegal. This was viewed by hundreds of thousands of people. They mentioned that 30 minutes prior to the event held for the inauguration of the Fatih Adim Mosque, these studios went live on air and gave the historical context of the prophecy of the Promised Messiah, peace be upon him, about Alexander Dawi in their local languages. Coverage was given throughout Africa through various news reports published on TV, radio and newspapers. News reports were shown on five channels in Uganda and also the TV channels of Ghana, Sierra Leone and Rwanda. Amir Sahib Sierra Leone writes that a friend he knew for the last 20 years had only done the bed that is the Pledge of Allegiance, this year, on the occasion of the Jalsa Salana UK. When he saw the program in Zion, he said, The night I did the bed, I felt a deep sense of pity that it took me so long to do the bed. However, if truth be told, the day I watched the program about the mosque in Zion, I said to myself that if Amir Sahib had informed me about the incident related to Alexander Dawi earlier, then perhaps I would have done the bed 20 years ago. I have never been as convinced by any other religious event as I have been by the prophecy about Zion. I have witnessed the biggest challenge of this era. Most of all, this event took place under the full scrutiny of the Western media. Hazrat Imam Mahdi, peace be upon him, prophesied about the future in such a manner as if he was present where God reveals his decrees. He further said, In my view, when we preach the non-Ahmadis, we should certainly mention this prophecy because it is a very impressive prophecy and argument. The day I did bed, that very night I was satisfied that I had made the right decision. However, after learning about the prophecy about Zion, I breathed a sigh of relief and was convinced that my 20 years of search for the truth did not go in waste. I certainly took the right decision. Apart from this, there were various other activities which included speaking to the ambassadors of Ghana and Sierra Leone in the mosque in Washington, Maryland, and we discussed the conditions of their countries. The meeting went really well with them. There was also a meeting with the new converts. There were around 45 new converts who came. I also told the Jamaat to search for the Ahmadis who had converted a long time ago and they managed to find a few of them. Those who recently accepted Ahmadiyyat have also faced opposition as well. However, they have remained steadfast. One of the new converts mentioned that when his family learnt of his birth, they opposed him a lot and left him. Then, another Ahmadi from Bangladesh stated, the missionary spent a lot of time in order to explain things to me and did so with great patience and now I have understood. He then very passionately said to the other new converts present, now I have understood Islam Ahmadiyyat and I am telling you that this is the true Islam 
Therefore, never move away from this. Another new convert, Christopher, who accepted Ahmadiyyat from Christianity, he requested to do the bed. And so a bed ceremony was also held. And this had a very positive impact on everyone. Those who have been Ahmadi for some time and also many Ahmadis from Pakistan who have recently arrived as refugees from various countries also had the opportunity to do the bed and it was a very emotional moment for them. In any case, Allah the Almighty bestowed His blessings in every respect and may Allah the Almighty continue to do so in the future as well. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillahinahmadunusainuunusakhiruunusakhiruunusakhiruunusakhiruunusakhiruunusakhiruunusakhiruunusakhiruunusakhiruunusakhiruunusakhiruunusakhiruunusakhiruunusakhiru